When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blooming English, the podcast dedicated to enhancing your English language skills. Today, we'll be taking a look at the subjunctive mood, so grab your notepads and let's begin. So, what is the subjunctive mood? The subjunctive mood is a grammatical feature that expresses hypothetical, unreal, or contrary to fact situations. While this may sound confusing, fear not, we'll break it down into easy to understand pieces. So, first, let's start by defining some important vocabulary. Important vocabulary number one. Hypothetical. Hypothetical means imaginary, something imagined or proposed, but not necessarily true. A hypothetical situation is a situation that might happen. Important vocabulary number two. Contrary to fact. The opposite to what actually occurred. Not true or accurate. For example, on a hot day, saying, it is cold, would be contrary to fact. Okay, great. Now that we have our vocabulary in place, let's repeat what the subjunctive mood is used for. The subjunctive mood is a verb form used to refer to a hypothetical scenario or to express a wish or make a suggestion. In English, it can also be used to give a polite command. Let's look at the different uses of the subjunctive mood. One common use of the subjunctive mood is to express wishes, desires, or suggestions. For instance, when we want to express a wish or desire for something that is unlikely or impossible, we use the subjunctive form of verbs. Here's an example. Suppose you wish that it were possible to travel back in time. You would say, I wish I could travel back in time. I wish I could travel back in time. In this sentence, could is the subjunctive form of the verb, can, and it shows that the wish is hypothetical. You cannot actually travel back in time. Another use of the subjunctive mood is used to make suggestions or commands. When making a suggestion or giving advice, we often use the subjunctive form of the verb. 
Let's take a look at another example. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Suppose you want your son to study harder at school. You could say, I suggest that you study harder at school. Here, study is the subjunctive form of the verb. Study in English, the form is often the same. However, this example is a little unnatural. A more natural use of this form is in the next example. If you really want a new video game, I suggest that you study harder at school. As a parent, you are telling your child that if he studies harder, he will get a new video game. The subjunctive form has many subtle nuances. Grammar point. It's important to note that in the subjunctive mood, we often use the base form of the verb without adding an s or es ending for the third person singular. For example, I suggest he study harder if he wants to pass the test. I suggest he study harder if he wants to pass the test. I wish he would go away. I wish he would go away. If Jessica were here, I would ask her for more information. If Jessica were here, I would ask her for more information. Adam insisted he be told about any changes to the business plan. Adam insisted he be told about any changes to the business plan. You should remember that the subjunctive mood is less commonly used in modern English and it's often replaced with alternative, more casual constructions. However, it's still important to be aware of its existence as it appears in formal and literary contexts. Well, that's the end of our lesson on the subjunctive mood. We've covered the basic uses and structures, giving you a solid foundation to apply this grammatical feature effectively. Remember to practice using the subjunctive mood to reinforce your understanding. It will gradually become more natural as you incorporate it into your English communication. That's all for today's episode of Blooming English. Thank you for joining us and we hope you found this lesson informative. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we'll explore another intriguing aspect of the English language. And join us at Ego Garden for more ways to improve your English.